County is full of amazing stories, and the purpose of this podcast is to collect those stories from the people that live them. Where We Landed is a podcast that recognizes our whole history told by the individuals that live and love this small Indiana community. Welcome to Where We Landed. This podcast is all about Grant County, the things we love and learn about our community, where we have special guests come in and talk to us about how they landed here in Grant County, Indiana and the things they love about our community and why they live here. I'm Alicia Hazelwood, and I'm joined today by our guest host. Kirk Horniker. Awesome. So we're excited to have you guys today. And I am going to, uh, Scott had a meeting, Kylie is out of town, and Iris isn't feeling well, unfortunately. So it is just Kurt and I interviewing our wonderful special guest. So Kurt, would you like to do the honors? So today's uh, special guest is Gabe Delgado, and I've got some bio information here. There's a lot of Marion stuff in here, and as an Anderson person, it's tough, but I'm going to try to push through. You'll be fine. So married father of two, uh, Mason is a junior at Marion High School. And is it Mia or Maya? Mia. Mia. And Mia is a seventh grader at McCullough. And he's married to the best thing that has ever happened to him, which is Aubrey. And she's the best nurse there ever is or was. Oh. Insert applause. Husband brownie points. So he graduated from Marion High School, class of 1998. Best class ever. Yeah. Parentheses, please say this. Oh, sorry. Uh, He worked at Marion General Hospital, now Marion Health, in various capacities uh, for almost 20 years. uh, Respiratory therapy, EMT management, and he currently is employed with Edward Jones working with Bobby Browder. So we've had Bobby on the show before. So that's right. That's right. And so he's got a lot of things that we can talk to him about as far as his community involvement, project leadership, Boys and Girls Club. Um, high school alumni association. Association. Yeah, easy for me to say it as an Anderson person. Yeah, that's all right. And then you also coached a lot, soccer and uh, baseball. Yep. So awesome, awesome. Well, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Excited to have you. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. To be fair, Gabe and I do know each other. We graduated in the same best class ever of '98 of um, Marion High High School. School. Giants fight never dies. So, Gabe. How did you end up here in Grant County? Well, I was born and raised uh, here in Grant County. I'm a graduate of Kitty Land College, and uh, I was a Kendall Colt, uh, Justice Patriot, and went on to graduate from Marion High School. Um, my uh, my mother was born and raised here. My father's family moved here from Texas around uh, 1972, I think it was. Um, and my grandfather worked at Foster Forbes um, for 30 plus years, I believe it was. Um, and then they had me and my siblings. Very good. So what is it about? So you're what we would consider a lifer, as Iris calls it. Now, she went off to college and was drawn back, as we know, because of Paige. So what is it, what does your education post the best graduating class ever look like? And how is it that you're still here today? I went to Vincennes for one year right out of high school, came back after that one year. Um, You could probably call it homesickness. I just wanted to be back home um, around my mom and, and my family. Uh, got a job at Bradner Village, which was one of the best jobs I ever had. I got to help with uh, some of the patients uh, that were there. And um, I eventually got uh, 
a job at Marion General at the time and um, worked there for almost 20 years. Uh, funny thing about that is, is when I applied for the job at Marion General Hospital, I called and I went in every day for a week. I was very persistent about getting that job there, uh, and they eventually got tired of me coming in. So Excellent. they hired said, me. We should we should pay you yeah. since you're here, right? This since guy's, you're here, this guy's here all the time. Yeah, let's just go ahead. And <laughs> let's just him. hire him to do right. something around yeah. here. <laughs> and it was one of the greatest things that ever happened. Uh, Marion General was one of the greatest experiences of my life. Work experiences. Yeah, met a yeah, lot of people. Did you meet Aubrey? Yep. At, sorry. Yep. No, you're fine. I'm, I met her at Marion General when she was only 19 years old. So she was a teenager literally when I met her. And obviously mm-hmm. we're still together today. And um, yeah, well, she was she was persistent as well. I was a little <laughs> older than she was. And she, you know, was kind of on my heels quite a bit. But thank God that she was because now we've built a beautiful family. And she's yeah. like, I, like I said, she's the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. I wouldn't know what I would do without her. What and, amazing. And talk about your kiddos, yeah. what, what their interests are. Yeah. Mason, uh, Mason's a junior at Marion High School, a soccer player. He plays soccer year round. He's a stud. Um, I'm his, one of his biggest fans, probably his biggest fan. Um, big year for him this year. Uh, we opened the season last week and uh, took a took a pretty big loss at Fort Wayne um, Snyder. So, um, but we'll play at home this Saturday. My daughter, Mia, is uh, she's my artsy kid she's at csa four days a week she dances she dances around the house all the time she's very she can draw and she can color and do all that stuff that i can't do so she obviously (laughs) got that from her mother so but she had the dancing part from me too oh there you go well and you're pretty musically inclined because if i remember correctly you were in a group in high school yeah yeah tony balasander and i uh we, we had a little group where we we did a couple of things uh we performed at a couple of um birthday parties a couple of uh just social events we did an event on (laughs) so he's showing a picture right now for all of our listeners uh our good friend iris has uh photographic evidence of tony b and gabe um in their prime r&b rap days what was the name of the group um organized confusion was the original (laughs) the original Uh, yeah uh, homecoming our senior year we actually did a we did a little show at um the coffee shop i can't remember the name common of grounds yeah, on common grounds yeah and we actually got paid for it and we just did like some covers nice. of some songs and of course that we we made like 30 bucks a piece and we just thought we were on top right. of the world we were rock stars but so it was pretty like cool nas jay-z you guys were like a close third yeah probably we're pretty yeah. close yeah nice. i would probably flip those if i okay were okay yeah. okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> as we get a fist bump get right. a little fist bump from Kyron over here yeah. in the background yeah. <laughs> so um you always have been very involved in the community and um engaged you as in the bio said you've coached um i've known you to be extremely involved in the boys and girls club where does that passion come from and uh, what drives you um, in that particular field? To be perfectly honest, uh, the way that I, I look at that organization and I see the, the children that come in there, I see myself in those kids. Um, I was raised, uh, you know, in a poor environment and we didn't have a whole lot when I was growing up. And I know that there were several people in my life, uh, mentors, teachers, counselors that that were there for me that, you know, extended a helping hand when I was younger. And I always just thought that, you know, if I ever got the opportunity to do that, I should repay that back. I mm. mean, it's, it's my duty to do that as an adult of this community to try to give back as much as I could. So when I see those kids, it, it, it hurts me, but at the same time, I'd like to be able to give whatever I can, whether it's time or, you know, whatever it is that I can give to those kids. 
That's uh, it's phenomenal. You guys are very, very busy with your current work life. When you were at the hospital, nurses, you know, super busy. How do you carve out and prioritize that kind of time? And then also, how do you find time to prioritize your family and kind of draw everybody near as far as that goes? Yeah, we do. We literally just do the best, you, the best that we really can. Like you mm-hmm. had mentioned um, with, you know, Mason has practice every night and or a game. Mia's at CSA four days a week. And, and my wife and I do our best to make sure that we make time not only just for our family, but for each other as well. Because, I mean, obviously that's very important mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. maintain a, that that relationship between one another. We just, um, we, we make it work. We find time. Um, we have to be a little bit more um, intentional about it at times. But sometimes we'll stumble upon an afternoon or an evening where you know, we have a few hours and we can go out to dinner or... I love to make her laugh. She still laughs at all my old jokes. My old material still works on her. <laughs> so I, I think I think that's not pity. I'm pretty sure she's laughing legitimately because she usually cries about the jokes. So, <laughs> Well, there is something to be said about a man that can make you laugh. Like it just is. Steve can make me laugh and it's stupid stuff he's done for years but you and love it's it still just as funny as right. it was the first time i saw him do it so yeah, <laughs> it yeah. gives now you know 20 some years later there's like some nostalgia to right. like you go back to that moment he first did that right so um you have any material that you is appropriate to share like are you dad joke funny or are you sarcastic funny um i could be like I could be Robin Williams, George Carlin funny, and then like Dave Chappelle, Kevin Hart funny, and everywhere in between. Um, I don't know that I have any material Material off off. the cuff uh, (laughs) that I could provide with you right now. Um, But yeah, I do some dad jokes, but my kids now are, they are to the point now where they don't laugh but they laugh out of pity. Like they yeah. know, they know oh, that I'm Dad's looking for so a laugh. And they're like, Oh dad, you're so funny. Uh-huh. And they're like, he's not really funny. <laughs> but then I have to remind myself, I am really funny because well, other yeah. people laugh at my stuff. Right. And we get that. Yes. Right. It's just a kid thing. Right. So, so as a Grant County lifer, um, I know like right now I'm hearing on the radio about reunion class of 82, whatever. Somebody comes back home that you haven't seen in years. Um, they're not really, they don't really know their way around the places, the hot places to go to in Marion. So where, where are some places that you want to show them and share with them? It's so funny that you say this because this literally just happened like two weeks ago. Nick Halverson, class oh. of 98, best yep, class yep. ever. Best class ever. Um, he, I, I got dinner one night um, when my wife was getting off work and she wanted Obie's barbecue because mm. we love Obie's. Yeah. And he was outside eating with his wife. He, wow. was, he was in town and he came in to see his, his folks and, and they wanted to see their grandchild and, I, I recognized him as I went into the restaurant and I came back out and Paige had actually told me that he was in town. So I kind of looked at him and I said, Hey, you know, I said, I heard you were here. And he got up and I usually go in to like do a handshake, but he came in and Full gave me a hug. huge hug and was like <laughs> squeezing me. And, uh, so, um, he actually, that's the, the exact question that he asked me. He was like, so what do, what do people do around here? I'm a big fan of what's going on downtown. Mm-hmm. I mean, the revitalization is phenomenal. Obi's obviously is one. I love Los Amores. Yes. Uh, we I just love- had lunch there. <laughs> <laughs> we did last week. Um, uh, we, we probably have Obi's uh, to eat for lunch once a week as a team with, with uh, Bobby and Brennan. At least once a week we go to Obi's. We love it there. Um, but yeah, I mean, anything downtown is, is anything is something that I would recommend to mm-hmm. anybody that hasn't been here for a long time. Yes, yeah. for sure. 
Well, and that was one of the things that we've talked about as to why we started this podcast is that, um, one, there's a lot of characters in the community and um, several of us were either lifers or have been here and for a while and that negative talk that you hear from friends who are like what are you still doing there like our our lives are ruined because or we made a huge mistake because we're still here so uh, part of the the story of this podcast is to share like all of the great things that um, this community has been through and done and where we're at the great stories of people that are still here making a difference um, do you experience some of that when you talk to to friends that aren't aren't around anymore. Yeah. I, unfortunately I do get that from some people, but I'm, I'm just very quick to just kind of snap back at them and just, I kind of remind people where they came from and granted yeah. it isn't the same as when it was when you were here growing up per se, it's still home. It's still your home and it's still my home because I live here and this is where I'm right. raising my family. And, and, and it's, it's always going to be home and, and I love it. And that's why I'm still here. And that's why yeah. I will champion Grant County all day, every day of the week. What are some of the things that are your favorite things to champion and highlight? Um, well, I mean, I, th I think that obviously everything that's going on with downtown and the, and the way that they're trying to make, like bring it back to life, so to speak, is something that's, that's huge. Um, I, um, I just, I just love being here in this community and knowing that there are hardworking people that are trying to do their best to make sure that it comes back to life or they make it the best that it can be, um, whatever that may be for, for anybody that's listening or anybody that's out there that wants to come back. Because I know a couple of people that have actually moved away and have come back because they realized, hey, I mean, this isn't a bad place to raise a family. And it's really not. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I've had that conversation um, with several people where it was a matter of now I'm getting ready to start my family. So we are coming back home to start the family because we wanted the village and the network and the, mm -hmm. you know, support that comes from being in a place familiar to raise your kids and um, seeing kids at the Boys and Girls Club or at the Y that are kids of my friends from high school that was when I worked at the United Way people like oh you need to go to a bigger United Way and I always said I couldn't do that work anywhere else mm -hmm. because those aren't my kids those aren't my friends kids the that's not my community to fix or impact right, right? like this is it and um, I can remember Beth Dedmore um, one time she, her and Josh Peter got married and she was a major asset to, to Allen schools. And, um, somebody asked her one time why she was still here and Marion working. And she was like, if all the talent moves away, then what's the point? Sure. So she was, you know, intentional talent staying in our community to make a difference. So I admire that, um, growing up here and living here most of our lives and all of your life, what is something that when you were a kid, you wished were different, but now that you're an adult, do you either wish it was different or you've seen it change or you're glad it didn't change? That's a phenomenal question. I don't really don't know. I don't know. I'm thinking when you say yeah. when I was a kid, I just have such fond memories of, of things that were here and things to do when I was younger, you know, like, I mean, we had a legitimate 
mall. You know, you could go there right. and spend six, eight hours. You could go to an arcade. There was an arcade there. Movie theater. Uh, was movie there. theater was mm-hmm. there. I mean, there was just so much stuff that you could do. Um, and like now my, my 16 year old, they go to Walmart. That's what they do to kind of hang out. They go and they walk around Walmart for like two hours and I'm like, okay. And then they go to Applebee's for half price appetizers. Right. So, which is what we did when we were in high school. Yeah. Yeah. Only Applebee's was in the mall. <laughs> right. 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 I, I don't know that there's anything that I, uh, to your question that I, that has changed that I would want to see different. Um, I mean, obviously to have more things available for kids, you know, teenage age kids to, to have more opportunities to do things because um, it's not a whole lot, but you can, they they make it work. You know, like I said, they go to Walmart, they, they get creative, they do things and it's okay. Yeah. I always think about, um, I always felt like there was a bigger wall between Indiana Wesleyan and Marion than I think there actually was. Um, I've seen that change over time where Indiana Wesleyan has kind of opened up a little bit and, um, that area. Um, and I think of the Idlewild, I spent Mm -hmm. years Mm -hmm. of my life at the Idlewild Mm -hmm. and just to see that be something that has changed, but yet hasn't changed. Like I went into the wild Idlewild for one of my boys skating parties several years ago and I was like, Oh my God, it looks exactly like it did. Did you skate? I did skate. Not as, not as well as I did when I was younger, but I still impressed Gavin because I could still skate backwards and all of that kind of stuff. Phenomenal. I used to do like figure skating and stuff. (laughs) Now they did add a little walkway from the arcade area to the long overdue. Long Long overdue. I was like, Oh, that was smart. (laughs) We wanted that for a long time. That's right. So thinking about your kids still, and obviously for your daughter, probably not fully formed. Here's what I want to be when I grow up. But um, what do you think Mason's thoughts are on what he'd like to study, pursue as a career? And is that something that would keep him here? Or do you see him branching out? Or do you just encourage him to kind of figure it out for himself? I encourage both of them to try to figure it out for themselves. Uh, she wants to dance professionally. So her her dreams are to move to New York. And mm. when we go to ending, it's as busy as it is down there. It's like, honey, it's busy down here, right? This isn't anything close to like right. York, this is so, slow, <laughs> right? So maybe her her tune will change a little bit. But Mason wants to do something in business. Um, I would love for both of them to kind of stay in the area and be pillars of this community and, and contribute. You know the, the way that their mother and I have. But uh, I don't know. I, I kind of I'm in a weird stage right now where you know I want to kind of hold them. I still want to hold them tight, but at the same time, I'm trying to let them figure themselves out and do their own thing. Like you know, this past summer, Mason was gone all the time running around with his friends and just was never home. And it's just, yeah. it's like, wow, this is kind of real now. He's eventually, this is going to be real and he's mm-hmm. not going to come home at night. He'll be going back to his dorm or, you know, doing whatever or he's doing or, yeah. or his apartment. And it's, it's kind of strange. Um, so yeah, I, I want them to kind of figure it out themselves with a little bit of my influence. Yeah. So, um, oh, I lost the question I was going to ask. Oh, that always happens. Yes. It's I still so know how to stuff. skate. You still know how to skate? Yeah, I did pretty good. <laughs> All right. Did you speed skate around? No, I was kind of, I was smooth and slow. <laughs> smooth and slow. Yep. <laughs> so when it comes to things that, like you said, we want to hold our kids here, but we want to push them out. What are some of the things that um, 
have held you here? Um, have you ever had to make that intentional decision? Like I have this opportunity to go somewhere else, but I'm going to choose to stay here. Has that ever happened to you? Family is the, the biggest part. All my family's here. Uh, my brother lives in Sweetser. My sister lives in Swayze. Um, and, and it's, it's comfortability. It's, mm-hmm. this is home. Um, I just, I know what to get. I know how long the light's going to be at, you know, at, um, Lincolnshire and, uh, Kim road, you know, mm-hmm. I just long, yeah, than it long <laughs> longer than it needs to be. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I just, I just know what I'm going to get while I'm here. So I've never really had that opportunity where I, I don't think I have the desire really to go. My wife and I have talked about it and I've kind of joked around about, you know, when the kids move out and do their thing that we'd like to move West and chase tornadoes. That's kind of my dream, not hers, <laughs> but she's just kind of along for the ride. So like, I'm like her bill, Bill Paxton and she's Helen Hunt. So there you go. Yeah. Just keep that in mind. Right. Um, I remembered my question. So my question is you were at Marion general hospital, which is now yep. Marion health for a long time. Yep. You're now at Edward Jones and yep. uh, Bobby and Bobby Browder's office. Um, what led to that transition? Cause that kind of feels like a, almost like a co- full career change. What, man, talk um, about a scary time. Yeah. Um, it was, I think a lot of it had to do with, with COVID. And I think, um, it was just the, the hours that I was working, it was, you know, middle of the night until, you know, the middle of the day, vice versa covering shit. I mean, there was just so much stuff that was going on and I just kind of got to a point where it was like, this, this doesn't feel like healthy for, you know, my mentality. Mm-hmm. So I told my wife, I said, I, I think I'm going to quit my job. And she said, okay, um, what are you going to do? And I was like, I don't know, probably golf. So I quit my job and I golfed for three months, got really good. <laughs> and she said, uh, one day she came home and she said, are you, are you going to find a job or like do anything else other than golf? And I was like, honey, I, I mean, really I want to, like I want to win the Grant County amateur at some point. How do you expect me to get better if I'm not golfing every day? <laughs> she was like, well, I mean, Eric Barnes was carrying his clubs. That's how good he got. <laughs> yeah. But I'm pretty sure as awesome as his wife is, there's something to be said for being able to pay bills. Right. True. Right. Side note. I got my first hole in one yesterday, by nice. the way, at Arbor yeah. Trace. Yeah. Hole, hole eight. Yeah. I was pretty excited. About that. <laughs> Insert applause. There. Yeah. Um, but, um, I, uh, talking to Iris and just, I think I talked to you at one point. Um, I met Bobby on my 40th birthday at Los Amores and, um, we kind of just started talking. We played golf and we did some things socially and with, with, uh, uh, mutual friends and I applied and I went in and interviewed and here we are. There you are. Yeah. We created a, he said I needed him for his golf team. That's what it was. Bobby wants to win some of those things. <laughs> He's slowly building a force. Right. As much as I don't want to admit it, he might be a slightly better golfer than me. <laughs> well, yeah, we can uh, get that out later. <laughs> Just a little, not much. Where We Landed is supported today by Mama Pearson Soporium, located on Main Street in Gas City. Products originally developed by a mom for her children with sensitive skin, everything at Mama Pearson's is created to care for your skin in a safe, all-natural way. From handmade soap, Guinness World Record bath bombs to household products, you will leave Mama Pearson's Soporium with all you need to care for your loved ones. Open Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 6, and Saturday from 10 to 4, Amy and Pat Pearson are ready to help you find just what you need, 
Stop by 125 West Main Street, Gas City, Indiana, or reach them online at mamapearsons.com. Thank you to Mama Pearson Soporium for supporting today's podcast. So um, you've got too busy. You've got busy life, busy kids. Um, I know what that's like. Uh, how do you recharge yourself? What does self-care for you look like now, especially recognizing you were in a spot where you were burnt out and had to kind of shift gears? Mm, it used to be exercising, which kind of has gone by the wayside, but, um, you know, I, I like to, I like to listen to music. I mean, that's music has always been a part of my life, good or bad, fast or slow. Like there's always music has always been there for me. And it's something that I just, I truly love. And it's, I like to take drives and listen to music, you know, um, spending time with my wife, you know, making her laugh and, um, uh, it that's good for my soul i think to hear her laugh mm -hmm. and to know that i'm bringing somebody else joy specifically her yeah so that that fills me up in a way that the other things can't so and of course i mean i'm doting on her but i mean it's all deserved because she's awesome yep. well and she puts up with you i mean there's that i mean what a tall task that's a really task. what a tall task it's like my husband he's amazing because yeah. he's got to deal with this every day yeah. Applause, that's a lot applause to steve yeah <laughs> sort of applause here but yeah it's um so when we're thinking about that and feeding back into ourselves, making sure that we're taking care of us, ourselves and transitioning that to our children, um, what are what is a piece of advice that you hope your children have taken from you? I think just to be themselves. Um, I, I've instilled it in my son, I think, pretty good. And um, I'm, I'm getting there with my daughter, but... There's a, there's a line from a, a song, um, Sky's the Limit, Notorious B.I.G. Um, Only make moves when your heart's in it and live the phrase, Sky's the Limit. I want them to make moves and I want them to make decisions based on their heart and what they feel and be who they are and be intentional about what they're doing. And don't let anybody dissuade you from what you're feeling and your belief is. If you think it's the right thing to do, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's what's best for you. And ultimately, that can hopefully rub off on other people. Yeah really be a light in the community for that that authenticity that comes from that i'll rephrase stay far from timid only make moves when your heart's in it and live this phrase sky's the limit and that's the line sorry i messed that up that's all right but we i get, fixed it you fixed it it's all good and yeah. you gave the quotation so right. we made sure that right. there's yeah. you know we it's said no, who it was from no copyright that infringement that's yeah. exactly so we try hard on that so one of the things that we were talking about earlier today um, and had a good conversation about, we're thinking about Grant County and the culture of Grant County. And um, are we a collective community where everybody's kind of pulling in this, or are we more individualistic? What's ideal? And how does that cross over? How, how do you perceive that? You know, I think that that depends on the scenario and the situation that you're looking at. And I, the way that I've always looked at it, let's, if you take, uh, take, for example, something like sports, I mean, obviously I bleed purple and gold. I love Marion giants. I'm, I'm all Marion giants. I'm all in on, on Marion everything. With that said, if, if we're looking at Marion versus any other school within the County, you know where I stand. However, if, if it's, um, if it's a Grant County thing, I want to see, I want to represent Grant County. I want Grant County to win. Um, much like, you know, like I cheer for Paige and his runners, you know, I like his 
tweets and i mean i know how hard he works and what he does for those kids out there and i mean that's not where my kids go to school but i know how much hard work he puts in i know kids that go to mississippi i support them too um but but overall i, I want to be a you know i want to be able to say i'm a, a resident of this county and i represent all of these people um if you're looking at it from an athletic perspective that's mm -hmm. how i look at it and that's how i perceive it anyway we're mm -hmm. all going to look at each other and, and go against one another and give each other our best but as a whole I think it was the girls uh, basketball uh, Oak Hill. They went to state mm -hmm. three or four mm -hmm. years ago. I want to say girls went one. to state and then boys, well, boys went to state first and then, then the, the following girls, year old, the yeah. girls went to state. We tuned that. in and watched that and then mm -hmm. applauded. I mean, we want to mm -hmm. see those, those people win. They're from That's a Grant County team. Yeah. My, my youngest daughter got to play seven seconds in that game. <laughs> there you go. She's got a ring, right? Yep. I was just saying she's got a ring. I did too. Nice. <laughs> For doing <laughs> stats. There you go. Nice. So, um, Looking at that, that there is definitely there's counties and there's Marion when it comes to sports. And sometimes there's some. Um, but as far as just the countywide and, you know, Upland and Gas City and everybody, do you think that we're all kind of popping up on our own? Do you think there's more collaboration going on or that could be going on just to, you know, I know they try to, hey, visit Grant County, but yet each location kind of has their own little things that they're special yeah, that they do. I'd like to think that that's that's happening more now. I think, and and I I think that it would only get better as time goes on. And the yeah. more the more you have things like this, where you invite you know people from all different areas and backgrounds to kind of help mold and bring that together, I think will help going forward. So, what are you said? Music is a big thing for you. Mm -hmm. um, what other podcasts are you listening to? What TV are you watching? Are you reading any books? What we always ask our ask our guests those questions, as you know, being an avid listener to our yeah. podcast. Um, I can't wait. Well, my wife and I both are uh, waiting with bated breath for, <clears throat> excuse me, Yellowstone to come back. Yes, uh -huh. Ted Lasso to come back. Um, as far as podcasts, I listen to a lot of different. Um, comedians podcast heart to heart with kevin hart um, um andrew santino bobby lee theo vaughn there's just some newer up-and-coming people comedians that i that i like to listen to just things that make me laugh and yeah that's one of my favorite things to do is to laugh and i just try not to think you know take things too seriously so listening to that stuff makes me laugh and you need to get jokes to share with your wife too right so you got to have, have new some material fresh material because she's not listening to those so she doesn't know that i'm taking those <laughs> jokes from somebody else completely original thoughts and i'm making them my own i'll put, put my a little, own little twist, twist on, on it. it exactly that's right yeah. <laughs> my i love so everybody laughs at me i love dad jokes yeah always have they're my all-time favorite corny jokes are my absolute favorite so why wouldn't the pickle get in the car Wow. I don't know. Because the door was ajar. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty good. I won't say what my initial thought was. <laughs> but yeah. I That's love, pretty good. I love corny dad jokes like that. I'll they take that. make me laugh. I'm going to put that in my pocket. And I do. I like to laugh. I think that's, um, at some point we all have had heavy jobs or heavy situations or, you know, we do care about and pour into this community so much that laughter's, you know, something that's just really good for you. So here's one I sent my uh, uh -oh. two youngest yesterday <laughs> at 10. Do they allow loud laughing in Hawaii? No. Or is it just a low? Ha. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good too. <laughs> 
like it. And for me, that, that's, I think, especially with Kate being up at Grace and Margo being out of school and living down in Carmel, that's a way for them to know that I'm thinking about them mm-hmm. and I'm going to share something stupid with them that may put a smile on their face, but I'm just letting them know you're top of mind right now yeah. for me. And as you guys have been so busy with your careers and stuff, it sounds like you've been very intentional about staying um the time that you're spending with them and showing that they're, that they're important to you. Sure. That yeah. connectivity. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you golf, you said you golf, there's lots of golf courses around. Do you have a favorite golf course either in Grant County or in the area that you like to go to? Maybe a golf course you dream about going to? Well, uh, currently there's a hole at Arbor Trace that's his favorite. Yeah. Right. Number what, eight. Number yeah, eight. Number eight. Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, I golf there all the time. That's that's kind of my home course. And that's when I first started playing. I didn't really start playing golf like seriously until about five years ago. So that's where I started playing initially. And people had told me that was one of the maybe easier courses to kind of help somebody that's just learning or just starting to play golf. So I just got used to playing there. I, I like the country club. That's challenging. Um, but outside of those two courses and maybe even the Elks occasionally, that's, that's usually where I play. Um, Torrey Pines maybe is where I'd like to play them. Be oh, like a dream, dream golf course. <laughs> have you, have you been approached by the live tour yet? <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. I'm waiting. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's outside my realm. I don't know yeah. a thing about yeah. golf. It's just, it's one of those things that, you know, and I, I got a lot of, uh, I got a lot of flack from, from some of my friends about playing golf. And they're like, we can't believe what, what do you mean? Why are you golfing? Well, I mean, it's just being out there and as challenging as it is, it's so hard um, and it's so rewarding at times. Like yesterday, it's like, yeah, I'm the best golfer in Grand County. Of course, I made it a hole in one. Yes. No, I'm not. I know that. <laughs> Completely but in aware. that moment. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But in that moment, I was like, well, this is amazing. I know exactly. I've mastered golf. Now, obviously, a lot of people golf for business, but do you have certain people that you golf with, or do you just go out there and kind of find a foursome or is there a league? I golf with Bobby quite a bit. I golf with Paige quite a bit. Um, Bobby's brother, Mike, he's a good uh-huh. golfer. I play with those guys. Those three guys primarily is who I play with. And they're, um, if you know them, they're, they're quite a bit of fun. That's, yeah. That makes it a whole different game. Yeah. When you're- <laughs> yeah it's a little different. <laughs> I will say I've only ever golfed once. I've been to tons of golf outings, drive the drink cart, help set them up, whatever. But I've only ever golfed in a golf outing once. It was myself, Kayla Johnson, Kylie Jackson, and Leslie Winter. And I had Kayla and I shared a set of golf clubs that she found at like Goodwill or something like that. And it was an absolute riot. Now I will say Kylie said, I'm not the worst golfer she's ever seen. So I am pretty content with the fact that I wasn't that bad, Yeah. but I think I was probably pretty close to that bad. <laughs> I wasn't the worst, but I may have been second worst. <laughs> not the worst. <laughs> not the worst. Now what sports were you involved in in high school? Well, I didn't play any okay. sports in high school, but when I was younger, I, I played quite a bit of baseball. Um, and that's kind of what I was pushing my son towards when he was younger, when I coached at the pal club and, um, I, I really wanted him to do that. Cause that was the only sport that I was like halfway good at. I played, you know, other sports recreationally, but you know, that, that sport particularly, I just, and he was a pretty good player, but then he found soccer and it's like, I don't know anything about soccer, but like, if you ask me now, like I, we're, we're so well educated now oh, sure. uh, as far as soccer is concerned. Cause he's, he just plays it year round. Like he'll play here or play in Fort Wayne for um, one of his travel club teams. So, and I giggle like 
as Cabe knows, I didn't do, I was not sports oriented at all. I was in the color guard and symphony orchestra and all of that kind of stuff. So I was complete, complete band and orchestra nerd. But um, I ended up with these two kids that these two boys that are heavily involved in sports and I give them a hard time because every time I learn a sport they're doing, they switch to a different sport <laughs> and I got to learn something new. So um, Gavin's a swimmer and baseball player. And then Hunter is a football player and is now doing track. He's a thrower for oh, the nice. track team. So um, I understood football because I grew up with football. I had to learn baseball because I like that dumb whatever but i had to learn their strategy in baseball and then swimming that was its own whole monster because i didn't understand that at all mm -hmm. and now with track i'm like shot put discus you gotta throw it how many times how does this actually work and why are you spinning around and <laughs> so won't you get dizzy yeah i'm like you're purposely getting dizzy and throwing something that's supposed to go in a straight line i don't should i it. be behind you <laughs> right yeah. where is she <laughs> yeah it's a lot so um but you've seen that growth in your kids and you've seen that growth in you as a parent. Has it been difficult to kind of hold back your dreams for them? Or do you feel pretty natural in that kind of push to figure yourself out? I think it's pretty natural. Um, they, uh, I mean, obviously, obviously being a parent is just a, it's a, it's challenging. It's rewarding. It's um, heartbreaking. It's, I mean, it's all of the emotions mixed mm -hmm. up in, you know, into one. Um, but I, I couldn't be more proud of them just be, just seeing where they're at and their spots in life where, can, you know, compared to where I was in my life. Um, I grew up, you know, without a father and my, my mom was, was there for us and, um, it was, it was pretty tough. So to have, you know, me and my wife and, and our family, like raising these kids together has been really, really helpful to have them be where they're at today in terms of, you know, not only what they do as far as athletics or dance or anything like that, but like school wise, they don't get in trouble. Like it's like, these are my kids. Like, right. Did pretty, we actually raise these kids? Wow. Like I did, did this. I, I know. Did this. Kevin's like taking IU and Ivy tech college level classes as a junior. And I'm like, really? Yeah. Right. That? Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Uh, I did that. Yeah. Or maybe we're not the, so bad as latchkey kids after all. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Being at a, sporting event and hearing people that you don't know saying your kid's name and cheering them on is, is uh, pretty special. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting too, because I don't remember, of course, again, wasn't really involved with sports. I did Lincoln field, softball, baseball, stuff like that when I was little, but didn't really get into anything in junior high and high school, but have watched my kids battle some of those parents in some respects, just how, you know, Gavin's a pitcher, mm -hmm. you know, and the kids carry so much weight with these like crazy parents that, you know, are either positive or negative towards a particular team. You mentioned your son plays, you know, club soccer, Gavin played travel baseball. And I'm just like, really, we're not winning rings here. Like, well, I guess now they do. Now but they do. Yeah. Yeah. Gavin's got several tournament rings, but it's not like, this is not the world series. They're still little kids. Like why, Stop living through them and live for them, you know. My my wife would agree with you 100% right now because I think that I kind of did that early on when I coached at the Pal Club. You know, I they're seven, eight years old, and I unfortunately was that guy that was like, be in your positions, don't kick the dirt, don't worry about what's in your back pocket. The concession stand's going to close if you don't pay attention to what's going on in front of you right now. And she's like, honey, they're seven. <laughs> they're going to pick flowers. I was like, honey. 
I'm the coach. Yeah. So, and they're still going to pick flowers. Yeah. Luckily, I had a lot of parents that were okay with that. Yeah. So. Well, and I think there's, I had a lot of respect for the coaches for my kids very early on that did teach them the basics and that were teaching them good technique and wanting them to be their best and follow through and understand the game. And Gavin sat right next to almost every coach he's ever had to learn the strategy of baseball and that type of thing. And I appreciated that um, as long as it was kind of age appropriate, right? Like the, the pressure that I've seen some other kids have. And again, as you know, I can be loud sometimes about how I feel about things. So I end up having to sit way out by myself <laughs> so that I don't hear other parents, as you said, kind of the contrary of hearing them scream and cheer them on and stuff like that, which is my experience with swimming and track and baseball and football. Um, it can be very different than that. And, you know, hearing somebody say, you know, he can't pitch and da, 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 or he missed that tackle and we'd mm. be up by now. And, and hearing those criticisms of your kid as a parent, I think is really difficult. And so, um, how have you had to deal with that with, with your students and athletes? Um, I just, I try to take the good with the bad. I always look at like the next play, you know, if somebody does something wrong or, or if they, you know, missed a ground ball or, you know, they didn't make a run on a, you know, a soccer play or something like that. It's just like, you know, we, we need to just move forward and get past. And it's tough to do that in the moment. It's easy for yeah. me to say that right now, but in the moment you, it's, it's, you can't coach kids in the moment you coach mm -hmm. them afterwards. I feel like, especially when there's mistakes that are made, yeah. um, I think that they're able to absorb that you know, much easier on the, on this side of the sideline versus when they're not, you know, when they're on the field. So, um, uh, when we're talking about the, um, Oh, I think we may have touched on this earlier things that you wish the County had maybe not necessarily things the way they used to be sure. because we can't go backwards. I know we right. talked about them all. Um, how do we champion, like, even if they're incremental things, like for years, people thought we should have a Texas roadhouse. Well, we got right, one, right? Nothing really changed. What are some things that some ways I think that we can, how can we all be cheerleaders for Grant County and celebrate those little victories, like a business that doesn't close or you know, shopping local kind of stuff. Right. I think if you just have to be a part of it, you, when, when there's events that occur, um, whether there's things that happened here downtown, um, you, you know, you just have to, you have to put forth the effort and, and show your face and be a part of it. And, and that way, I think if you do that and then, you know, you take away from that experience and then maybe you talk to people who don't do that, then maybe mm -hmm. that will rub off on them. And then sure. hopefully they'll say that to the next person. They'll say that to the next person. And, and it, hopefully it's infectious and it, and it kind of gets down to uh, where everybody will be a part of it. You just, yeah. you got to show up. This is what you got to do. Yeah. And I can't, you know, as we're sitting here recording behind you is a picture of the courthouse square from who knows, maybe it's 1909. It doesn't, I'm turned around on which way that is looking West maybe. Um, but we all need to be supporting those businesses, businesses that are downtown because as people who want to invest in downtown Mary and see the success that, that, you know, we could have more street level restaurants on the square and more foot traffic. And I know what they're trying to do down by the YMCA across the river with the, vacating the parking lots and creating mm -hmm. some green space and all that. We all need to be talking about that and, you know, not just waiting for somebody to do it, but 
get a buzz going that, hey, here's, mm -hmm. here's a direction we need to head and support mm -hmm. them in their decisions that they're making. So. Well, Gabe, it has been a blast talking to you. I love the fact that um, you're such a champion for our community, a cheerleader for our community, and I'm glad that I know you grew up with you and uh, really appreciate you taking your time to be on the podcast today. And maybe we'll have you back, have you back as a guest host even. So thank you so much for doing that. And here's your last chance to tell us something about Iris Brunner. When oh. she was in high school since she <laughs> she busted you out on the she sent me a picture of you in a rap group wow lexi can l-e-x-i-k-a-n i don't even know what that is yeah he's gritting his teeth right now he's like what can i actually say that she won't kill me for <laughs> i'm uh i'll, I'll play the fifth <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> She's yeah. going to get her payback later. Yeah. Brilliant move. Brilliant yeah. move. Yeah. Just request to be there. That's all I yeah. ask. I want to watch yeah. it happen. <laughs> I appreciate you guys having me here. And, and uh, it's it's been a great experience. Well, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. So thank you very much for listening today. We want you to subscribe and like and share this to all of the rest of the greatest class ever in the history of Marion High School in 1990. Eight. 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 Okay. And uh, <laughs> so please continue to support uh, where we landed as a podcast. And thank you very much. We'll see you next week. See ya. Thank you. Today's podcast was engineered by Kyra Montero of Frequency Canvas.